Yeah. Welcome to Younger Older. I'm Dave Wager, and I'm with my good friend Tim Durkee, who was a roommate of mine way back in college days. And if you missed the last episode that we did together, I encourage you to go to Relate365.com and load the first episode with Tim and Dave and see if uh, you aren't challenged by what we talked about a little bit. Uh, Tim's an interesting character, and I'll, I'll use those two words, uh, because God has gifted him in a very unique way, I think. He's very compassionate, he's uh, very energetic, and he's using his time and his talents both as a doctor in Rockford to teach medicine and as a, do they call them aldermen or alders? Up here they call them alders. Aldermen, Alder persons, in, in, I don't know. Yeah, in Rockford. And uh, so you're serving, trying to make a difference there. Now, because you're in the medical world and I'm in the teaching world, and it, by the way, Tim is also in the teaching world, so I don't wanna minimize that either because you love teaching. And you do teach, and I know you teach high school in a second if you had the opportunity if you weren't a doctor because you love kids and you want to you give them a better future. That's so, how I started. I, yeah. God had different plans, but the, I thought I was going to be a high school teacher. Yeah, so, I mean, both of us have that background. And so often when I'm teaching, I like to, I like to teach kids right now. You know, there, there, there are absolutes. There really are. For example, we need to breathe air. You don't go down and build a house underwater and expect to live there. And if you think that you can, you're going to find out real quickly that you can't because you can't do that. You're not made to do that. Um, I use examples like, I, you know, I can do whatever I want with what I own. I mean, I can take a pen. If I own a pen and I could go take it out and use it for a canoe paddle if I want. I, I'm the fool for doing it. It, it, it. It's not that I can't use it for that. It's my pen. I can do whatever I want with it. It's just that what I use the pen for, if I use it for a canoe paddle and I get into a race with it or something, I'm the fool. It's not that I can't do it. I can. It's just that I'm stupid for doing that. So I try and explain to kids often, there are things that just are. I mean, there are things that are. Uh, you'll like the story. A doctor, I go to a doctor and and I and I and he told me I had a, uh, you know, a heart attack at one point, and, and he said, well, I think um, you're too heavy. You need to lose some weight. And I said, what? You know, how do you do that? He goes, eat less. <laughs> you know, and I thought, oh, no, no, I want a fancy diet here. I, I, no, he says, just eat less and exercise more. How about that? And I thought, I don't like this. So I went home and, you know, tell my wife about it. And her dad's a doctor, and we were sitting at a table. And I said, can you believe the nervous doctor? He said, I was overweight and I need to eat less. And my father-in-law looks at me and goes, you do. You need to eat less. And I'm going, oh, two of you now. I didn't want to believe them. I, I want to think that everything else is a problem but me. So I, I don't have a problem. It's that my, my body just, I walk through the air and I gain fat. You know, I mean, that must be what's happening. And uh, every medical person, and now my wife, she laughs at me because I'll come home and, uh, and, and I'll say, oh, this doctor said this. I got to find a different doctor. She goes, yeah, yeah. Just find one that tells you what you want to hear and go to that one. Don't, don't find anybody that's going to challenge you. Just find somebody, pay them, say, just tell me everything's cool. Tap me on the head and let me go home. And then I'll go home feeling wonderful about myself. And I think, okay, I get it. Doctors are there for a reason. We need to go to them and they need to tell us what they see. And we need to listen to them. I mean, that's my thought. It, it, as I've grown older, that's, I'm probably my doctor's best patient. <laughs>
uh, because I really need to listen to them. But here's where I'm confused. That I'm not in science. So I tell kids, the absolute, the absolute, okay, you can't live underwater. Can't, you can use your pencil any way you want. I mean, um, however, God also made male and female, and he made them different. Am I wrong on that? Isn't, what does the science say about that? It, because today in our culture, it seems like you can be anything you call yourself. And I'm sitting here thinking, no, God made it very specific. He made male. He made female. He made them different. He didn't make one better than the other. He made them different than each other. And what's wrong with being different? And, and can't we embrace that? Does that? Am I off base on this? <clears throat> well, the, um, it was interesting. I, I have uh, two doctors. One of them is in human physiology and the other is in medicine. But um, and, and that's, that's the question of the ages. I, I, or the, not the ages. The question of the, the current time. Uh, is this uh, this gender identity and, and what is gender? And sometimes we ask these, what's interesting is uh, we, we face a dilemma in the discussion. I, I, I think it's, it's even hard to have a discussion because if you hold to certain scientific truths that, you know, this is, this is anatomy, this is physiology. This is how it's designed. This is how reproduction was supposed to occur. And this is how it all works together. Um, and you try to hold to, you know, a truth or a foundational thought. You're, um, you're relegated to either intolerant, uh, you're not objective, you've closed-minded, or, or any number of things that the cancel culture likes to use. But you're, whatever it is, you're unenlightened. The uh, those that are are challenging all this, I'm I'm not quite sure what the basis is, um, but I do know this. Um, you know, I had a, a, a one of my pastor uh, in Rockford actually gave uh, a message on this once, and and he said the the one thing I do know is the ache that I feel when somebody is undergoing this challenge is their confusion. And he said, it, it just must be horrible, horrible for them, horrible for their families. And this is the first thing that we bring, especially the Christians to the table, is empathy and, and trying to uh, embrace that, that, that person's struggle. Now, I, there's a difference, though, between the individual struggle and then the mob, the mob who, who if, if serious people are engaged in uh, exactly how to approach this they they've you know they bring out the facebook version of pitchforks and torches and uh inflame the situation they they escalate tension rather than engage in meaningful discussion i mean there were times where some of these things were treated psychiatrically and now if if a psychiatrist uh, tries to address that and and treat it um their thought to be heretics. I mean, Barna uh, just, I think it was Barna that just released, uh, it was Barna or maybe the Daily Caller. I forgot where I read it. But um, now that there's a lot of uh, girls in groups that are struggling with gender identity within their friendship group, and it seems to be growing um, that they believe themselves to be male instead of female. And so, um, now personally, I, I, you know, my truth set 
which I think is foundational, is based upon my view of science and my view of God as creator, that there's a man and a woman, and that's how he, he did things. But I do, medically, I do think that things go, something goes awry in the brain. Uh, and, and, and people, you know, face these challenges. I mean, if you can have high cholesterol and have a heart attack, and your heart doesn't function right. The brain is partly an organ. You know, does the does the brain go awry? You know, I don't know. Yeah, uh, but those are two different issues you're talking about there. Yeah. I mean, honestly, if if somebody's a male, they're male. They're female. Science. I mean, physically. But if you if you presuppose, if you presuppose though that it, we are male or female, and that's based physiologically and genetically, and that's how that's the reality of it. Then the 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 misfire is uh, cognitively right, and so then the then the treatment would be cognitive. Right. The problem, though, is is there's enough studies now coming out where when uh, people do have th- these gender identity problems and they go through the treatment and the surgery, there's a significant uh, suicide rate. Um, in these folks, and there's a, a, a significant remorse rate that's not often addressed again because it doesn't fit the narrative of the mob. And so, when when we we when we run our culture based upon the mob narrative and groupthink and uh, and trying to get things to fall into place that way, versus thinking foundationally and think trying to get out what what is reality, what is true. This is what you run into, and and again, the the mob or the the, the social media, or wh- whatever you want to call them, they they they, they confuse the issue, uh, and and it becomes it becomes nonproductive, and in the end, you know, I, we view this individual with this this horrible internal tension, as to the Christian, that's that's a soul, uh, right. that's, that's that's God's child. And to a physician, that's a patient. But to the mob, they I, there's no link. There's no relationship. They they just they want their narrative. And they again, if you don't follow their narrative, lockstep, you're either an ist or a phobe, and you're this horrible individual that lacks any kind of virtue or character or moral sense because you're cruel. Yeah. And uh, that's unfortunate. So we have a hard time addressing some of the these challenges of today because of the the poor way people approach just common discourse. Yeah. Well, I, I hope people can hear your heart because I think your heart is, you know, we, we really want to love people and help them be healthy. And obviously, if you're a male and, and you're struggling with that, you're not healthy mentally. At that point, you're, you're yeah. struggling. So you need help somehow because physically you're a male and that's the way that is. But it, there's something that you need to talk through and, and work through. Am I getting that right? Yeah. I mean, like I said, you, you we, you know, medicine, uh, medicine it, itself, uh, you know, we, we look at the, you know, the physiology, the human the part of things. We look at, you know, people emotionally, we look at them spiritually so we are obliged to look at people in their totality of being in approach to the patient. Uh, and, and, of course, you know, the church 
you know, based upon our foundational belief, the Bible's clear. He created man and woman. I, I mean, I, I'm sorry if, if I, you know, offend somebody <laughs> because I believe in that's a creator and that's how God created things. But that's just the reality of it. That's a foundational truth. And so um, that's where I begin. And then you approach, like I said, you approach the patient, you approach, uh, you know, God's child um, with complete empathy. I mean, I, like I said earlier, I can't imagine the struggle, the, the turmoil uh, in these individuals' lives as they try to navigate um, what's going on in them. I, 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 I feel for them. I mean, Can I, you ever normalize something like that? I mean, can you get to the point where you actually think it's normal to have these struggles? Well, I think the struggle is indicative of there's something abnormal. There's a miss. There's something. There's a misfire somewhere. Um, but I think you know, we, you know, we as people, we 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 face our each individual has has their challenges. You know, whatever it is. But you know, and it may be that these unfortunate folk carry this significant challenge for their life that they're always de- going to be dealing with you know like you know other other folks like an alcoholic it does it's a disease it's a it's a it, whatever you want to call it a disease a moral failing uh we do know that there are some they do have some neurological changes but but they deal they will be dealing with that their whole life they just don't turn it off they right. they struggle with it and um, and so it, the church the church comes alongside these people, and so should medicine. And medicine and religion aren't they aren't antithetical. They need to work hand in hand uh, to execute you know good care of people. You yeah. can't sep- you can't separate them. I don't know. I don't know how you do not. I don't know how to practice medicine without some if you want to call it religious framework, and I'll speak generically, personally, I don't know how you practice medicine in some respects without some Christian framework, some way to view humans with an, an, with a creator that's given them value and a savior that's died for them. Yeah. You know, it, it's interesting as you talk, I mean, I'm, I'm thinking, okay, does depression, what, what do you think of depression? Is that something that is, um, is that, self-caused is that a medical problem uh, yeah, I, from your opinion i mean what what is the what is it the, and, the, the thing that the thing that i i really have have grown to dislike uh as we approach people with depression is when someone looks at somebody who's depressed and say just get better that's look that that's like looking at somebody with a broken leg and just and basically saying heal your leg I mean, to me, as a physician, that makes absolutely no sense. Person is dealing with, you know, depression or or some mental anguish. Uh, no, it, it it can be a disease state. It, it sure could it be a personal weakness? Yeah, maybe. But we we Christianity and medicine come together uh, to to work on an approach to the patient or the pro, approach to the person. But I, I've, I, I just find it disturbing. You know, they're they're depressed. Well, I don't know what, why. Why should they be depressed? Yeah, is we, there? We asked we asked the wrong question. Why should they be? Why don't they just get better? Right. Instead of saying, 
you know, instead of looking at him and saying, wow, what a, what a struggle. How, how can I help you with, with the struggle? Now, the struggle for depression, it, it, could it stem from seeing the world wrong, having a different way? Or is it always medical? I, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm sure there's all kinds. Of, I mean, for people with anxiety or depression, I'm sure there's, there, there's a, there are multifaceted reasons for people to develop that. Um, it, you know, it's sad when, when they do uh, be, because, you, you, you know, I, I have patients that, that struggle with that. And I sometimes in anguish wondering, man, I, I, I wish I could help you. I, I wish you could be better. I don't. And, but what you have is, is out of my realm. Right. I mean, the only thing I can do is, you know, from a spiritual point of view is, is pray for you. From a medical point of view, find somebody who knows what they're doing to help you. But I, I've seen patients over the years that just struggle and it breaks your heart. I mean, it, it just does. Cause you, you just think, man, what, that, can I flip a switch? Can I, can I, is there a med? Is there something that we can do to you to, to help you do that? I mean, I have high blood pressure. I take a pill, it goes down. Right. Um, with people with anxiety or depression or some of these challenges, it's just not that simple. And but when people make it oversimplify and say, "Why don't you just get better?" Uh, that's goofy. Yeah, you know, I think uh, years ago I said my father-in-law was a, a family doctor, and I've asked I asked him the same question about depression, and he basically said, "Well, you know, a lot of times it again it's more complicated than here's the switch. I mean, there it, it's not that easy. However, you know, there's a couple facets. It, obviously, if you if you have something wrong in life and it doesn't add up, your brain knows it doesn't add up, and and so you need to get things to add up. You know, I mean, you need to." You need to know what truth is, and you need to apply it, and that could be helping cause some depression down the road. Or let's say you were a young person and you were abused as a kid, you know, and you're just confused about everything. You're yeah. confused about what parents are supposed to do and and what what you know what love is, what what sex is. I mean, you're just totally confused, and that can help foster, you know, a. a a depression, if you want to call it. And so one of the, the aspects, obviously, is to dig around and try and say, where the, like you said earlier, where are the foundational truths? Do you know that God loves you? I mean, do you know that? Do you know that failure happens and that when failure happens, it hurts everybody involved? I mean, sometimes he said, you know, it's, it's a matter of getting him to understand the basics of, of life. And then there might be a medical problem in there as well. You know, I mean, so you're trying to be sensitive to all of those factors. But at the same point, you said someone like myself, you're not a doctor. So you need to concentrate on, do you know God loves you? Some of the really simple stuff and, and go there. And, and it may help and it you know, may not. It depends on, on what's going on. And, and of course, you said, I don't want to minimize God's work and the spirit and working in people's lives. He certainly can do things. And, it, and at the same point, if it goes beyond that, maybe there's some medical. And he said the exact same thing. You need to have some kind of partnership where, where you can have the medical world help you when it's necessary yeah. to help you. And uh, empathy, I think, is a, is a great word for that, uh, that you have to have. Uh, nobody likes being confused. And I think um, if I had a definition for depression, be confusion, you just don't like living in that state. And pretty soon you just, you're so confused. that. 
Well, the the hard part is is when you you know you see folks who have the awareness. I am depressed. I, I and I don't know how to get out of this. Yeah, and that that's heartbreaking. And yeah. um, you know, but like I said, there there are some talented. You know, you know, God reveals Himself through medicine and through medical care. And um, you know, the, you know, there there are good folks that can that can help these people. Yeah. So. Well, you mentioned family. Uh, what, what as, a, as a physician, as a, as a gynecologist, or I probably used the wrong word, it, what, um, what do you see the family as? Are most of the pregnant ladies you see, are they married or not married? Most of the, in, in my particular practice, uh, most of the, the patients I see are in a nuclear family, man and woman. Okay. So, yeah. so that that's a good thing as far as your practice goes. As far as seeing that, well, it's a, it's a well, it's a it's a a good thing if you want to, the the value judgment is it, it's a good thing because it it just seems foundationally that this is God's creation and and it's and it's meant it's meant to be how humans are to be brought up interact their, their social development spiritual development. It's etc. is through a nuclear family, man and a woman. Again, I know that you know people will not like hearing that, and I'm an I'll be labeled an ist or a foe, but that's just what I believe. But we do see some of the results of, for instance, we talked earlier about a fatherless home, and and it has nothing to do with race. It has nothing to do with economics. It just has to do with when there's an absent father in the home. And you have a single mother trying to raise a family. It just doesn't work well. Yeah. Now there are there are people that overcome. I mean, one of you know they're they're it, who overcome this and and they do exceptionally well. But um, you know, the, a lot of the one of the big problems we have in Rockford, um, is a huge domestic violence rate, uh, in in our city and a huge child abuse rate, and. And all the baggage that that comes from this dysfunction, as you know, society tries to navigate it, and then we call on the government to throw a bandaid at it. You know, create a program, throw money. You know, we and and, and it's the it's the government official mantra. I supported this program where we spent X amount of dollars, and then they 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 assume that that's good. That, that's not outcomes based. It's not, there's no root cause analysis to, to demonstrate that what they're doing is effective. And, and, but yet it's, it turns into a cliche and then, and then it just, uh, like the next guy does the same thing. And you look over time, uh, you know, it, it, what has happened across the United States and none of this money has erased poverty. None of this has stabilized families and none of this has has uh, reduced domestic violence. It's not working. Yet we go to the same well. Right. And we we do that. We it's almost like culture doesn't want to stop and think. One of the books I think that most people really need to read and reread is The Emperor's New Clothes. Right. Because people are afraid to take a take a step back and actually say, what are we doing here? What what are we really doing? What are we accomplishing? I mean, why are we doing what we do? You know, why aren't we measuring its effectiveness? And when it's not effective, why do we let some guy, some, and it's both parties, both parties, both, why do we let these vote hustlers con us into doing the same thing over and over again? 
the guys, these guys basically bribe us with our own taxpayer money. Right. To, and, and say the same, and, and say same things over and over again. And then we pull a lever without as a culture standing up and saying, wait, you guys are, you guys have gotten this wrong for eons. You're, you're done. Let's, let's get somebody who actually thinks foundationally and wants to really address the root issues and, and we'll, we'll take it and not be afraid to engage without being labeled an ist or a phobe. Yep. And so. Yeah. So you have, you have daughters, I have daughters. And uh, you told me you gave them advice on the, the government gave us a stimulus check and they got one. <laughs> yeah. And what did you tell them to do with theirs? I, I told my daughters to take that stimulus check and put it in an investment account, uh, the the COVID stimulus check, because in about 10 years, they're going to be asking for that money back with interest because none of it, none of it was the government doesn't produce anything. There is no government industry. They don't make widgets. They don't make a thing. The only money they get is what they what you we give them. And so. And so I, I guess, you know, you, you need some kind of economic stimulus, but sooner or later, somebody has to pay for that. Yeah, and I want every young person to hear that one statement. Uh, you know, the only money they get is the money we give them. Give them. So it's, it's not like this money. I mean, you could be really thrilled, but remember, you gave them that money. And at some point, it's got to be paid back, I well, would assume. Well, they, we do the same thing in income tax time. Well, the government gave me back, you know, you know, three thousand dollars on my return, and and you say no, they didn't give you. That was your money. Yeah, <laughs> and they had, they got to use your three thousand dollars for a year, f- interest free. So, yeah, and so it, it's comical, you know, they, you know, they were jumping up and down saying, yeah, we get, you know, I don't know what, I don't even. It was twelve hundred bucks, I think, last I time. So. I don't get anything. I, I, yeah. I'm the guy that probably gave him the money. Yeah. So I oh I, you gave me mine too. <laughs> Thank you very much. Like I, you know, I, you pay your taxes and you see, you know, somebody get a stimulus. It's not that I'm against the government, the government stimulus and and the government's influence on the economy when it's challenged in order to keep it functional. What what I I um, what I get concerned about is the lack of thought as to where that comes from and, right. and you know why you know, where who's really generating that money it's not re- it's not the government and they will ask for it back and right you can only print so much money before you know you you get into you get into some trouble you know the, the united the dollar is the reserve of currency of the world and i'm not quite sure how we would fare if it wasn't so um do we ever have to pay that back i mean we're, we're tw- at least 25 trillion in debt I, uh, do we ever have it I not mean, you and me. I, we're going to be gone. Right. We'll, we'll be in heaven when that happens. So good to the next generation. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. I, it's from an economic point of view. I'm not an economist, but I, 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 I just look at, I look at the debt and the deficit, and I think, why, why is, aren't we sounding any kind of alarms? You know, you. Get, I'm with you. I, I'm with you. You know what I've said often? I said, I need my wife to run the economy of the yeah. nation. And someone looked at me and goes, oh, she's that good? I said, no, well, she runs our budget, and we just don't spend more than we make. So I, I think if somebody had that mind frame, we could probably figure out what we needed to do. Um, I do thank you, Tim, for joining me, and I wish we could go on forever. Uh, and I want to encourage young people, you need to find guys that are a little older, like Tim, myself, who will sit down across from a table with you and just talk. 
It's not because they're smarter than you. It's because they live more years than you. And they have some experience that they could share. And I would love for you as a young person to have that experience and enjoy them. Uh, This is Dave Wager with Younger Older from Relate365.com.